Welcome to the party, pals. I'm Phil Gawthorne, action movie screenwriter. And I'm Liam Billingham, movie podcaster. And together we host Die Hard on a Blank, a podcast from Sugar23 that explores the influence of Die Hard on action cinema. In each episode, we'll talk about one major action movie that was released after Die Hard. Now, some of these movies take place on a bus. On a boat. Or even a roadhouse. Uh, sure. The point is, these are action movies that couldn't exist without Die Hard, and its DNA is everywhere. Die Hard on a Blank is a celebration of action movies and a deep dive into the ways that Die Hard shaped the action genre. So if you're a casual fan or an action movie Die Hard. Ooh, very nice. Then Die Hard on a Blank is for you. Yes, you personally. Our first two episodes, which are all about the original 1988 masterpiece Die Hard, drop December 21st, because Die Hard is a Christmas movie, wherever you get your podcasts. Phil, do the line. Now we have a podcast. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. I'm Liam Billingham. I'm George Vigopoulos. Whoa. And this is Uber I just Buster. Think I think quickly. That's a, it's a mini episode. This is a, so this is a mini episode. And this um, is also one of the last times you'll hear my voice, my sultry, sultry voice on this episode. Which, so what, George, I will remember you. I laughed through that. So as we talked about in our draft episode, Philip Seymour Hoffman, so Philip Seymour Hoffman, Philip appeared in 55-ish films. We're only covering 14 of those, but we wanted to do some highlights and we wanted to let you hear from something besides two white dudes. Not to say that they're not going to be white dudes on this because it is a podcasting after all, but... Philip Seymour Hoffman, by the way, spoiler alert, is a white dude. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. That son of a bitch lied to me. Uh, so you're doing my friend, uh, my friend Kat Rodriguez, who's a, a filmmaker herself and an editor and just a cool person around town, um, decided that she wanted to watch Twister. So uh, we haven't amazing. we haven't actually re- we're, we're recording this the night before. All right. Kat Paxson. Yeah. Way to bring oh, sorry, I have to bring the uh, <laughs> We're actually recording this the night before uh, Kat and I. Um, record our little bit on twister so we'll hope it's we're gonna hope it's good Can i'm sure please it'll be good. say the director's name because it sounds, like, oh, it sounds like music to my ears also directed speed he did yeah mm-hmm. an amazing uh action and he directed director. the haunting the haunting the haunting the haunting <laughs> the haunting starring chris evans and uh it's actually Liam who's, Neeson who's, who's the hot chris no, hemsworth i said the haunting yeah chris hot. hemsworth yeah chris hemsworth so and chris hot. pine the chris's Chris is Chris. You know my theory about them, right? What? That like one of them is the original and the other two are clones. That doesn't make any sense because they don't look anything alike. Try to keep up. God damn it. They're all blonde and they're all hot. And they're all named Chris. Chris. So this is really wasting time. So, um, (laughs) yeah, we haven't actually recorded this. We're recording it tomorrow, but this is the intro to it. So we hope you enjoy it. Enjoy it. Stop it. Stop. Okay, bye. I didn't have breakfast, but I I am going to have. uh, Yeah, what are you going to have? I brought my textiles to get recycled at the uh, farmer's market. Oh, you're so good. I know, right? You thought to bring that to work. I do it on the weekends, but half the time I forget. Yeah, so I picked up a yogurt from one of the farmers. um, So you already dropped your stuff off? Yeah. Which one did you go to? There's one um, in Court, Court Square or whatever on Thursday mornings. 
Uh, you not mean in Brooklyn Heights? No. Yes. Near Montague Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I used to go to Street. that one when I didn't have like a regular job. Yeah. Well, I just came early, dropped that off, got yogurt. So good. Where'd you get the... Oh, from one of the... Farmers. From one of the farmers. Um, and I'm going to have that with nuts. <coughs> I'm gonna drink a little bit. I'm gonna drink a little bit of my Saratoga. It's great. I sparkling love the, water. The heft of it is amazing. Don't you feel like this will last <clears throat> for like weeks? <laughs> and it doesn't. Oh no, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. I started drinking it this morning. Um, should we talk about Twister? Yeah. All right. So, is this sponsored before by Saratoga? We, before we do that, it should be. We just do a quick introduction. Oh yeah. In hi. whatever terms you want to. Hi, Cat. Hi, I'm Cat. Um, okay. And uh, I I work with Liam. We work together. We work together. Um, and you're also a, you make your own things and you do your own stuff I and try. you play the bass. I do play the bass. How's I just that going? started playing the bass. It's going. I need to practice more often. Do you strive to be in your bass playing? Like I was talking to someone the other day about. Uh, it must be really great to be um, Adam Clayton, the bass player from U2, because he makes an absurd amount of money and no one knows who he is. Yeah. He's I just like, oh, Bono Edge, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, that's um, my ideal scenario. Like, I don't want the spotlight on me, mm. but I do want to have fun. But you, And you want to be that steady backbone. Yeah. That's I the dream. I want to be important, but not famous. <laughs> Important but not famous. Yeah. You know who's important and famous? Mm. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Damn. Yeah, he is. Do you, do you love, see that I transition? Love that do you like that? That's great. Um, so you volunteered to talk about Twister. Oh, yeah. Are you a Twister fan? I don't know why, mm. but I was obsessed with this movie when it came out. I really? Think it came out in 96, 97? 96, that's correct. 96. I looked it up earlier today. So for context, you watched the whole movie. I did. I watched the trailer. <laughs> And I I Googled best of Dusty scenes. Dusty oh, being Philip Seymour Hoffman's yes. character from um, Twister. I honestly think that he has more screen time than some of the films that you are reviewing for your podcast. He <laughs> probably has equal screen time in this as he does for Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, maybe I don't know. I haven't seen. I don't. I can't believe we're doing Red Dragon. But I is he? I didn't know he was in that. He's Freddie Lowndes. He's the reporter. Oh. Yes. It's an yeah. it's an interesting choice that we that I was 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 forced upon me by my yeah. great co-host who isn't here who I can bad mouth. Have you done the master yet? Uh, we're doing that. Uh, that's like the one of the last ones. Okay. That's like ta- It's like the last three. Gotcha. We did do recorded our happiness episode last night. Woof. Woof. <laughs> but it, woof is correct. That movie. But we also talked about the scene in Boogie Nights where he kisses Mark Wahlberg. Remember oh when he shows him the car God, and he's like, oh, right. idiot, oh, idiot. We oh. talked about that scene because it... That's important. Well, And it felt like it has a lot in common with his cat performance and happiness in some ways. Okay, and then yeah. like, he plays all these repressed mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah. But um, who like, yeah, he's, so it was interesting to like talk about that. That oh. scene and go like, okay, like this is kind of similar to what he did in... Happiness, though, very, very different mm. characters. Twister's totally different, Yeah, though. he is not repressed in Twister. So he is he's not great. repressed. <laughs> he is he's doing good. He's doing fine. He's a happy dude. Do you want to, can you give a very, very brief, it's Twister, so we, we don't have to break it okay. down, but what's okay. Twister about? So Twister, the whole plot of Twister is that Bill Paxton. <gasps> Rip. Rip. That's so sad. So many people are dead. It's yeah, more people than are alive. Yikes. Anyway, Bill Paxton. <laughs> Whole plot of Twister is that Bill Paxton 
needs to get his divorce papers signed. Right. That's the whole plot of the movie. Right. That's true. It is. And spoiler alert. Who wrote this movie? He fails. That, you know, because they end up together. <laughs> because they end up, and I think that really messed me up. I was five years old when this movie came out. And I saw it in theaters, Good I think. God. You I saw know. it at five? You had cool <laughs> parents. I I honestly, I think I remember my parents being like, well, this freak her out. Yeah, sure. It's a scary and movie. And it's a scary movie. Yeah. But it didn't. I was totally into it. But Great. I think it did mess me up mentally because I thought that because of this movie, my parents also had a chance at getting back together once they got divorced. Oh but my um, God. <coughs> So they were divorced when this movie came out? No, but it was it was happening. Oh my god. <laughs> so you saw it with them? Yeah. That's so intense. Do you think that's why you were obsessed with it? Ooh. This is becoming mm. wow. Thank you for um, being my free therapist. No problem. I usually pay my therapist $50, but the Saratoga spring water is not. <laughs> you just give them water and ask them <laughs> questions about their divorced parents. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I also really like, and I think the majority of humans really like that one scene with when the cow is flying. Via that's probably the it. most iconic uh, it really is. image. I think that's what got people in you to think the so? theater, is just seeing that cow. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it's like on the cover of the movie. Yeah, it totally is. Um, so he fails to get his divorce paper signed because his wife is like the world's most famous tornado chaser. And yeah. this movie is about tornado chasers yes. chasing like the big kahuna of tornadoes, yes. right? Category five or whatever. <gasps> I don't know. So who's not called a category? Um, five, and they're know. like, and like they're, if I remember correctly, uh, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. Oh, you took notes. You're so good. I did. But their I took love notes. is rekindled by yes. chasing tornadoes. They like they get <laughs> hot for each other because they're chasing tornadoes. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I'm looking at my notes right now, and they make absolutely no sense. Sure. Welcome One to taking <laughs> notes during a movie. It's the. Worst. I was also cooking. I was cooking taking notes and watching what were you poster. cooking what was i cooking i think i was either cooking black bean and quinoa burgers Ooh. or something else did I you bring know. any to set today I set. Did you set to set, to look set. At set. Ooh. oh my gosh anyway no did not i think i ate it all already well i just have to i have to say one of my notes just says bill paxton hot question mark oh let's get into that <laughs> He, I mean, this is kind of a good movie for him. He's, He's a handsome dude. He, yeah, he was um, a handsome dude. And I liked him. I always liked him. I, yeah, he was great. It's really sad that he died in like, one of those like totally avoidable tragedies if uh, uh, the world weren't, if the medical system weren't terrible. Um, so let's talk a little bit. Who does Philip Seymour Hoffman play in this movie? All right, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I, I think I also took a note that says he is the human form of a golden retriever. His oh. name is Dusty, and he's very lovable. This is delightful. And he's perfect in every way, and he's kind of like that friend you just want to hang out with all the time. Got good energy. Chill. Good energy, exactly. Like mm -hmm. I think the first scene is um, Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton are meeting for the first time in a while. Yeah. And... Dusty is in charge of because Bill Paxton brings his new his girlfriend, tight wife Melissa. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so Bill Paxton's like, Dusty, show Melissa around. So he's right. in charge of you know taking care of Melissa, taking care of Melissa, and bringing those good vibes in. It's like good, good vibes. Okay. Yeah, and he's so disarm. He's kind of charming, mm -hmm. which is an interesting thing to say after the we've watched Big Lebowski and a bit of Boogie Nights. Mm and happiness not charming in any of those movies yeah. but, 
but he's so charming in so the f- charming. in the bits of this. Honestly, movie. I think he kind of plays that like stoner friend we all have, mm. um, which is like it's good. Yeah, the person you go to when you want to feel good and you don't want to worry about uh, impending doom. And he's probably like twenty eight when this movie was he's made. He's young, definitely yeah. under thirty. I think. Oh, this is the first time I ever saw. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, that would make some sense because I believe Boogie Nights was the same year. Okay. Let's confirm that real yeah. quick. Um, Boogie Nights was made in the year of our Paul Thomas Anderson <laughs> in 1997. Wow. So Twister is a year before. Yeah. yeah, and he's kind of charming and goofy. Yeah, and it shows his range. Like seeing this. Yeah. I didn't know that he w- he replaced Jack Black in. Um, that's the rumor. The rumor. I, th- right, right, I wonder right. if that's true. But seeing him in this, I'm like, okay, I could see how that could work. Yeah, it's interesting to think about like if his. I mean, he definitely did comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Charlie's Will- Charlie Wilson's War is kind of a comedic, somewhat comedic part. But like, especially in the second half of his career, he did these like humorless. Yeah. Roles like in a Most Wanted Man, and I haven't seen Hunger Games. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. <laughs> He's so scary in Mission He's so Impossible. Scary. He's so good in it. Yeah. But like, there's not a lot of comedy. Yeah. In the latter half, but right. he was kind of the lovable sidekick for a few minutes here. Yeah, and he was great. I, I, he was my favorite part of that movie. I think. Which and movie? The cow. Oh, Twister. Twister. F- f- Philip Seymour Hoffman. Do you remember m- him making an impression on you when you saw the movie? Yeah, because he. Most of the scenes he's in, he's like singing. Yeah, he's like loves music. He's, yeah, he's the um, DJ of the movie. I think whatever like songs we're hearing when they're chasing oh. the storms is because it's what he puts That's on in the really band. That's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's great. Um, I also feel like to talk about this movie broadly, I feel like you know with the with the Marvel vacation of blockbuster movies, we don't. The best thing about the Marvel movies are when they're all just together making like witty, quitty, quippy comments. Mm-hmm. And it reminds you that like there was a time when action movies weren't sequels and they weren't big, huge, all constant spectacles. Spectacles. This movie is kind of about people hanging out for like yeah. large portions of it. It is. And then f- like f- running away from tornadoes. Yeah, that's the big takeaway is that Helen Hunt had such a cool posse behind her. Like, Great there was posse. The guy from Ferris Bueller's Day uh, Off. Paul Rudd, not Paul Rudd. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. But, but yeah, that guy. That guy. Paul Rudd replaced Paul him. Rudd. Oh, oh my God. No. Well, yeah, what's Alan Rudd? I His name is Alan Rudd. I had a crush on him when I was little. Alan Rudd? Yeah. I Interesting. Don't know why. That's weird. I think it's because in Ferris Bueller, I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, it's a but great in movie. In that movie, it's one of the best. Like his character, I thought was so interesting because it's the first time I saw like a guy be emotional and, and depressed, down and depressed on screen, and it was like, wow, this is cool. And I was a kid, and it was like a fun movie. Other than it that, it is a really fun movie. But that like one scene where he like destroys the car, it's like wow. At the risk of being one of those people who's like, they don't make movies like this anymore. Yeah. But like you can have a f- a comedy that features a guy singing like on a parade that also has like scenes of like teen depression in yeah. it. Like I feel like those like kind of extremes don't exist anymore yeah. in movies but yeah alan rudd great 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 Not talented guy. <laughs> welcome to the alan rudd podcast <laughs> on the next season on the next season <laughs> oh that would be so cool i don't know how many movies he's in, he's in a few movies okay. but i don't know if he's in that many movies maybe it'd be a short season yeah. um 
Do you feel like... So, Philip Seymour Hoffman being your favorite part of the movie, did you, like, continue to watch movies that he was in? I, so, that movie happened. I'm like, wow, he's so great. Right. And I'm a five-year-old. Five. Right, right. Of course, yeah, you're not like, yeah, you're not like, ooh, let me check out his Uh, filmography. (laughs) I saw Boogie Nights uh, not too long ago, a couple years ago. How does it hold up? I liked it. It's a good movie. I I really liked it. I haven't seen it in a long time. I wasn't expecting it at all. Like, Mm. I I heard it was a cult classic. I'm like, let me take a look. I really enjoyed it. I like it, too. Um... But I didn't actively seek out Philip Seymour Hoffman. He just appeared back in my life. Okay, cool. <laughs> unfortunately, or fortunately, it was through Mission Impossible because my dad, m- my dad and I have a tradition of seeing Mission Impossible movies together. I'm like, wow, he's so cool he's and scary. So and scary. Um, very quickly, rank the Mission Impossible movies. Oh no. Mm, it's easy, <laughs> but go ahead and do it. Um, the first Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. I like the, the, the Rogue Nation era. Those are so good. I think those come next. Rogue I, Nation, I Fallout. Forget. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fallout, those those ones. I'm not sure that you order that. The second one is the worst. Uh, it, it goes uh, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout. Okay. That's, that's, the, that's, yeah. the, that's the actual <laughs> chronological order. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page with you. I think, it goes, oh, I think Fallout's amazing and perfect and yeah. great, but uh, a lot of people think it's like a, a s- disaster. But I would say it goes Fallout. One Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, three two. I don't like three except for Philip Seymour Hoffman. I don't think I only liked three because it was the first Mission Impossible that revealed to me that there's these spies have like lives outside. That's a good point. Like they never really. Well, they kind of did that again because she comes back and falls. The girl that dies in the beginning. Yeah, Carrie um, Russell. That in yeah that that kind of influences Ethan Hunt to go back out there. was interesting to me because it's like wow they like like each other and they would fight for each other even though this is like such a heartless bloodless yeah Yeah. that's a really good point because it does then the movies become more personal after Mm -hmm. that and his relationship with his wife is like a thing that was the turning point in the franchise i would say and interesting to think i mean this isn't the mission impossible three episode but philip seymour hoffman's like terror of a human being in that is so palpable that you like from the very beginning of that movie you like feel shit yeah um, so he came back to your life, Mission Impossible 3. Are there any other performances of his that you love? Jeez. Mm, I need to go through Or this. like, or don't like. What are your thoughts? I know I love Phil- Philip Seymour Hoffman, and I wish that we had more years with him. Um, do you remember? he's so talented. Do you remember where you were when you found out he died, or do you remember oh, man. how it affected you? What year you? was that? T- uh, 2014. I I don't remember where I was, but I remember not believing it. Like I thought yeah. it was uh, one of those hoaxes. Like you know how like mm-hmm. people falsely say people are dead. Yeah, and I thought it was one of those. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Well. Well, yikes. to bring it back up though. <laughs> Yay! I was looking at facts about Twister. Oh, bring yeah yeah. And Give apparently, th- in the theatrical release. Yeah was later edited in the VHS and the DVD versions. In the theatrical release, when Dusty sits down on the lawn chair, you could see Philip Seymour Hoffman's genitals. Wait. In the theatrical <laughs> version of Twister. Twister, you can see Philip Seymour Hoffman's genitals? Yeah, his junk flashes for a It's not like second. the it's outline like of a, his junk? No, it's, it's like junk. he's wearing shorts or something and... 
it peaks out. And then they re that got released. That got released. Man, these days we complain about coffee cups in movies, but twenty years ago it was a dude's dick. According to Top Ten Facts about Twister that you didn't know, which is Cat Rodriguez's (laughs) website. You can find Cat's work at Top Ten Facts about Twister that you didn't know dot com. Also, two fun facts. Hmm. Got nominated for two Oscars. It did best sound mixing and best visual effects. Visual effects. It makes sense. It is. I remember it being like a very. Mm. It looks good. It also got the Razzie for worst written film. Really? That grossed over a hundred million dollars. That's literally every Marvel movie now. Yeah. No, that's not true. I like those movies. Um. Well, any other facts about Twister we should know? Any other facts? Oh, it was the first ever film to be on DVD. No. Yeah. No. Isn't that fascinating? That is really fascinating. Yeah. I rem- I didn't have the DVD, but I remember the video store I worked at had the DVD. This is so interesting because it's like Philip Seymour Hoffman came up at a time when like home video was really becoming the preferred way to watch things. Yeah. Um, and I bet that that probably helps get eyeballs on some of these lesser known movies than would have been the case before. True. I had no idea that was true. Yeah. Strange. That's to think so about. strange. Um, something interesting to think about when you think about an actor's career. Um, I, earlier when I was looking at clips, and I want to show this to you, Googled Twister movie. <laughs> and if you look over on the right here, it is on TV in the wow. next 13 days. One, two, three, four, five times. I freaking rented this to also, talk on this podcast. I paid a whole four dollars. I have to give you I four dollars. I gave you a sparkling lifetime. water. Um, yeah, also, no, no, worth noting, uh, it's always on Lifetime. Always. But you have to like these actors that do these movies must be like, I'm so glad I did Twister 20 years ago. It was like a month of work, and now, yeah, now it's. On Lifetime in syndication. On Lifetime. Also worth noting that music was composed by Anthony Kiedis, wow. Chad Smith, Mark Mancini, Thank and Dave you. Navarro, and Flea. So and there was Flea. definitely some red hot chili peppers wow. on that. Did do you remember notice. what song I, that would have been? I do not remember. Interesting. I, can't. I was going to make up a really quick like chili. Well, I got the, got the, got the tornado. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I think we should end it there. Any final words? Any parting words? <laughs> um, Twister is a great film because it features two people who survive a twister by holding on to a pipe <laughs> and floating into space, and they're fine. They're that does fine. feel like a good ending and a very charming Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, so charming. So um, lovable. So lovable. Uh, and, and do you have any work you want to tell us about? Anything you want to promote? Oh, boy. Watch Going In with Brian Vines on Rick TV. Love it. That's awesome. 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. It's very good. And on YouTube. And on YouTube. Cool. Thank you, Kat. Thanks, Liam. See you later. Oh, it didn't stop. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So great what you said tomorrow. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Kat. It was really great. It's great to have someone else on the show that's not us. And um, I'm going to go ahead and say I never thought that twister had so many layers yeah of tornadoes M- much like a tornado has layers because it's very onion like because you start peeling away at that tornado 
And what do you, what do you got? Thanks. A, a stinky th- onion. Thanks, Kat. I'm Liam Billingham. <laughs> I'm George Fogopoulos. And this was a stinky onion. Bye. It's actually Uber Buster's. Yonder Bond. Yonder Bond. Bye.